it's part of the modern wrestling tradition for wrestlers to dish the dirt about their colleagues in shoot interviews on podcasts and in books. That's awesome for us fans, but it can be difficult to sort the truth from the fiction, and it's even more difficult considering how over-the-top the world of pro wrestling truly is. This video is a sequel to another Urban Legends video I made a few months ago. I'll leave a link to that if you'd like to check it out. So here are another bunch of completely believable Urban Legends, even though most of them are pretty damn insane. I always wondered why Raven was never given his dues outside of ECW. In the late 90s, I expected the depressed psychopath character that he portrayed in ECW to fit really well into Attitude Era WWF. You know, just give him a Nirvana track as his entrance music and let him get on with it. In the end, Raven in the WWF was a letdown. He was a mid-carder at best and a wasted opportunity. But perhaps there was a reason for this lack of push. It has been reported that Vince McMahon didn't particularly like Raven. Before he was in ECW, Raven worked for the WWF in 1993 as Johnny Polo, which is where the heat between him and McMahon apparently stems from. In an interview, Raven said, Me and Shane McMahon used to be really tight, but we drifted apart. He'd go out with me every night. The boys thought I was kissing ass for my career, but it actually killed my career, giving me heat. So Raven himself says that him partying with Shane McMahon back in the 90s put him in Vince's bad books, affecting his second stint with the WWF between 2000 and 2003. But there might be another reason that Raven wasn't well-liked backstage. Allegedly, Raven enjoyed walking around totally nude. Yes, the story goes that Raven liked to have his pecker out a real backstage assault that enraged Steve Austin at the time. Austin's then-wife, Deborah, was apparently practicing a promo backstage just as Raven was coming out of the shower in his birthday suit, which supposedly led to Austin confronting Raven, unhappy to have him flapping around in front of his wife. Paul Heyman presented his wrestling company as the land of the extreme. The rumour goes that he employed at least three murderers during its existence. So, who could these alleged murderers possibly be? The first wrestler that springs to my mind is New Jack. It's claimed that New Jack was a bounty hunter before he joined wrestling, and during his wrestling career, he certainly almost committed a homicide in the middle of the ring, during the mass transit incident. How about Jimmy Snooker? Snooker worked for ECW between 1992 and 1994, and many years later, he got a knock on the door from the feds, accusing him of murdering his girlfriend in 1983. The charges were eventually dropped due to Snooker being unfit to stand trial, and he died in 2017. Now, I can only assume that Sabu being a suicidal, homicidal, genocidal maniac was all part of his gimmick. Chris Benoit, of course, would go on to become a double murderer, but future crimes probably don't count either. Let me know who you think might have been a murderer in the ECW locker room. 
This has to be one of the most believable stories on this list, considering who was involved. The decade of the 1990s gave us a very different version of Shawn Michaels compared to the one that we know today. Basically, he was a complete dirtbag to everyone around him, apart from his close friends. Suffice to say that in 1995, Michaels was just getting started on his journey of being a dickhead as he ascended to the main event of the WWF after winning the Royal Rumble. WrestleMania that year was the meeting place for Michaels to wrestle Diesel, and Pamela Anderson would be in his corner during the match, or that was the plan anyway. Pamela Anderson was world famous by 1995 thanks to her role in Baywatch. The rumour was that Michaels got into an altercation with Pamela's then-husband, Tommy Lee. Michaels was allegedly flirting heavily backstage with Pamela, causing Tommy Lee to get in his face about it. When Pamela decided to escort Diesel down to the ring instead of Michaels at WrestleMania, it just added fuel to the fire that something had occurred backstage that we fans weren't made aware of. That was probably kayfabe, but let's be honest, it sounds like the exact kind of thing that Michaels would have gotten up to at the time. Vince McMahon really pissed off a lot of promoters during the 1980s as he put them out of business to make way for his national expansion. Hell, there was even a short-lived plot to kill him at one point. That was a discussion that promoters actually had at the time, according to Jim Ross. The plot for Bruiser Brody to put a stop to the first WrestleMania, however, is more of an urban legend. In 1985, the first WrestleMania was rapidly approaching. A rival wrestling promoter of McMahon's obviously had some kind of crystal ball and predicted the massive threat that the WWF was about to become to his business, and story goes that he offered the legendary brawler Bruiser Brody a large sum of money to invade the WWF's biggest ever event. On the show, Hulk Hogan teamed with Mr. T, and Brody was apparently given instructions to attack Mr. T during his entrance, preventing him from competing in the main event and to effectively ruin the show. But which rival promoter could have given this instruction? The AWA's Vern Gagne was a prime suspect. He'd lost many of his biggest stars to Vince McMahon, including Hulk Hogan, and he had good reason to try and get his own back. It's all rumour, and nobody has ever actually said flat out that this was a plan that was on the table, although the Iron Sheik has claimed that Gagne tried to bribe him into damaging Hulk Hogan's knee after the news of his WWF signing broke. So, it's not outside of the realms of possibility that Vern Gagne had designs on spoiling the very first WrestleMania. Any of you that grew up in the mid to late 90s like me will have fond memories of the Nintendo 64, the original PlayStation and the PS2. The video game nostalgia for that era includes official magazines, demo discs and cheat codes. Cheat codes, in particular, were a muscle memory for so many of us. We knew the exact combination on the controller to get unlimited ammo in GTA Vice City, how to unlock all the cars in Gran Turismo, and to unlock all the characters in Tekken, and rumours circulated at the time that there was even a combination to see the divas in your favourite WWF video game 
completely naked. That rumour had young teens 20 years ago furiously thumbing their controllers to try and see Tory nude in No Mercy on the N64 and Trish Stratus in her birthday suit in Smackdown 2 on the PlayStation. Unlike the cheat code that would give you infinite health in GTA 3, this one was almost certainly a fantasy. Sometimes wrestlers are bored out of their brains backstage, and so an urban legend says that one of those moments occurred backstage in the 1980s and involved all-round tough guy Billy Graham and a bottle of bleach. An unknown wrestler apparently made a bet that Billy Graham couldn't down half a gallon of Clorox bleach without throwing up. The urban legend has it that Graham guzzled a whole bottle of the chemical cleaning agent and then responded with a belch. The story goes that after he downed the bleach, Graham said that the only side effect that he felt was a mild case of nausea. However, drinking half a gallon of bleach would certainly cause burns on the inside of his body, vomiting, diarrhea, massive cramping, and even internal bleeding. Since superstar Billy Graham didn't end up sick, either the rumour is untrue, or he really was as wild and tough as he would have had everyone believe. Here's three highly believable rumours about crazy Grandpa Vince. Let's start with sneezing. The rumour says that Vince would love to lay the smackdown on this uncontrollable human mechanism. And if it's true, it is just so Vince McMahon. Him being the first ever human to eradicate sneezes would probably make him some kind of god in his own eyes. So many people have confirmed this rumour that it has just got to be true. Everyone from Chris Jericho to Daniel Bryan has confirmed it, and even former WWE head writer Brian Gowitz has said in an interview that McMahon just hates the sound of people sneezing and would actually get angry if someone sneezed in a meeting. In his book, Chris Nowinski said that McMahon had a phobia of sneezing because he believed it made him appear weak. According to Nowinski, McMahon would yell at anyone who sneezed around him. McMahon also has a problem with nodding, or so the rumour goes. This is a lesser reported McMahonism, but it did come from Stephanie McMahon, so I think it has to be true. In an interview with Newsweek in 2017, Stephanie mentions that her father has a pet peeve about nodding because he thinks that it can be interpreted as an agreement or support when it may not be the case. And finally, it appears that Vince has some sort of eating disorder, by all accounts. Bruce Pritchard said that Vince doesn't eat any food with his hands apart from sandwiches, because for some reason sandwiches don't count. Pritchard said that when McMahon eats pizza, he folds it over and doesn't eat the part that he's touched. On his podcast, Chris Jericho said that he tried to pitch an idea to Vince, but he got the timing all wrong. I had one of those greatest ideas I'd ever come up with. It actually involved the Wyatt family for SummerSlam with Shawn Michaels. I had it all plotted out. Vince, when I pitched it to him, was eating a steak. I had asked three different people, has he eaten already? Yes. As soon as I got in there, he was extra hungry that day and started eating a second meal. He was not paying attention to anything. I gave him the whole thing, silence. He just looks at me and goes, bad cow. What? Bad cow, this steak is tough. What about my great idea? What else have you got? I should have known. 
Out of everything on this list, these three stories about Vince McMahon are certainly the easiest to believe. He might be one of the most interesting men on the planet. <laughs>